In a world filled with COVID and chaos, we bring to you pure entertainment. Dan Corner, woodworking, barbecue, beating the little one. <laughs> wait, wait, the kid? Or uh, who knows? The little one. Who knows? <laughs> You're disgusting. That's so stupid. Why did a witch put a seatbelt on her broom? So she didn't fall off? So she wouldn't fly off the handle. Oh! Ah, That's the worst one yet. Sunday. So stupid. <laughs> I actually like that one. That one was fun. I'm, I'm oh, seriously? <laughs> no, fuck no. It was terrible. I was I was a little I was a little worried because somebody posted on the group last night and I was like son of a bitch I hope they don't get it yeah so I have to admit that the lack of Welcome effort back. that you put into some of these jokes to Josh is interrupting so me fitting. no go ahead Josh go what? ahead no go ahead. oh sorry I didn't <laughs> keep ahead. talking no for real I'm bad, dude no wait go you can go but I what no finish please Aww. no no I was done no, it's happening again I'm sorry <laughs> move the fuck on please. <laughs> Welcome back, Dads on Daypo, episode 15. I'm Jordan, cool. a.k.a. The Gnome. I'm Josh, a.k.a. The Dome. <laughs> I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stone. Got a little stump there, Josh? Have... <laughs> yeah. What? What happened? <laughs> I said it. I said I'm Josh, <laughs> a.k.a. The Dome. Did you not fucking hear me? Like, I heard something come from I heard the, the wall delay that before. Way. That's why I looked that way. Every time something's coming at you, you gotta look 20 at it. Twenty minutes in, yeah. Twenty minutes in, Josh, aka the Dome. <laughs> what? I swear that was great stuff. dude. Okay, I we had gummy have bears a for special bre- guest. Josh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I knew I was drinking too early. Oh. Fuck this. What kind of gummy bears did you have? I don't know. They just showed up on my doorstep. I was like, all right, cool. They had really fun leaves on them. Oh, that's safe. I don't know. Oh. It said THC. <laughs> I thought it meant too high class. Yeah. Too high class. <laughs> I like it. Okay. We have a special guest. Uh, you guys can't see him, but we will promote videos. But you can see his ears all the way across the Pacific Ocean. But he's up in Washington right now. Matt? You son of a bitch, how are you? I'm doing great, doing great. Ready to have oh a good time getting roasted by all you fucking assholes in this podcast. And <laughs> no, if you didn't make it so fucking easy. It's already started, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. This is Matt's moment to be like, hey guys, remember all the times that you made fun of me and my ears? Well, fuck mm. you. <laughs> this is going to straight up all the time. Fuck you. Fuck you. And I mean, the, fun, you. the funny part about him and us making fun of his ears is that the reality of it is he gets the last laugh because uh, he's got all the royalties that he gets from the Dumbo fucking movie. It's Ooh. true. Ooh. I'm getting paid for life. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I got that shit patented. So Matt is AJ's brother. He is currently in the army. He is a specialist at sweeping fucking floors, and that's about all he does. Uh, Sergeant Bill, what, what he... do you do all day? What do I do all day? Uh, yeah, tell us. Inform the public. <sighs> well, right now work sucks because I'm uh, I'm the unit I'm the unit armor, which means I'm in charge of all the weapon systems in the unit and storing them and maintaining oh, that seems them. Safe. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty fucking safe. <laughs> 
nah, shits with uh, birds. Yeah, pretty much staring at pieces of metal all day long. And then the few times I get to interact with my with my soldiers, that's always a that's always a fun time. Not really, because they're fucking dumbasses. But it's cool. <laughs> it's fine. Can't do nothing about it. It's the U.S. government. So I like it. Yeah. Well, it is Sunday. How is everybody's Sunday going, Josh? My Sunday is fantastic so far. Uh, I got up. Oh wait, I never went to bed. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. I actually I went for a jog this morning with the dog. I took Bruce out for a nice little three mile run, and that was kind of cool because the weather in Kingman is gorgeous right now yeah. at five thirty a.m. Yeah, finally. And it, yeah, it was fantastic. Yep. So my Sunday is great. My week's been fun. Um, I had my son decide that he wanted to take the roll of toilet paper, not just like a couple pieces, and wipe his ass with it, and then put it back. Um, so that was a fun debacle. Wait, put it back on the roll? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Put it. Put it right back. He used it. He and the greatest part is that he used the side of the roll. So no. it's not like he used. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He turned it sideways. And it, <laughs> there was actually poop inside the toilet paper roll. No. Like, it was bad. Yeah, so he got to clean that up, as well as the bathroom. <laughs> Him and shit. I, I don't know. I, I something. If he is not some kind of freaking uh, construction worker, I, I mean, he's not going to do anything else. Well, I mean, his last, sports, his, his last name is <laughs> Rosenturg, so. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Your son's gonna hear this in like fifteen years. He's gonna These be like, "Fuckers, they nailed Shit it." Shit hasn't changed. He was right. <laughs> yeah, thanks, as, as, yeah, as his fucking boss is yelling at him to get off his phone. Yeah. Um, AJ, how's your Sunday? My Sunday's going pretty good. I'm uh, I'm excited for this podcast. I'm excited for this recording. I uh, I actually talked to you about this yesterday. I really, really, really want to hear your ghost okay. story. You said you had. Uh, from the last episode, so I'm going to yield my time on the floor because I didn't really have anything going on with dad stories or anything, so Jordan, tell us about that time. Well, I guess we're in dad stories based on Josh's story. I didn't know that, I mean, but sure it, enough, this we're in dad stories. So my quick dad story. It's the <laughs> lag. We'll Again? blame it on the lag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you are not. <laughs> Am I clear? Oh, okay. um so my quick dad story for the week everybody knows i said last week i was getting my right side wisdom teeth done i got that done on thursday friday i actually felt fantastic yesterday and today it's a little bit more sore than it was on friday maybe there was still some residual numbing left over on friday but i'm doing okay Uh, it's not gonna stop me from talking i was the only child so i gotta get a lot of shit off my chest that's why i started this (laughs) podcast (laughs) um but yeah, I just had the wisdom teeth, but I'm doing good. I ate some pizza last night, so I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I can't yeah. drink through a straw yet. I, I'm going to play that safe a couple more days. The last thing I want is dry socket. I've heard that's a bitch. Um, <clears throat> so, Matt, how's your Sunday? Sunday's going great. It doesn't There's matter how your Sunday is. Right, Shut the fuck I knew, up. I was waiting for it. I knew I was, wait- I was waiting for it. Yep. <laughs> no, for real. How's your Sunday? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just a nurse and a hangover from last night. Going out to the bar, trying to catch COVID out in the city. Damn, shit. Struggle. You're like 22. You don't get hangovers yet. I no. Let me tell you the last two days. <laughs> I didn't start getting hangovers until like 36. Yeah. yeah. 
Fucking hangover. Omeprazole. Jesus Christ. It solves a lot before shit yeah. happens. You gotta get that, uh, that powder IV shit that they sell at Walgreens. So... Mm. Oh yeah, I've heard some other products too. There's some other stuff I've heard on podcasts that's like a you take it while you're drinking, and depending on how much you drink, is how much you take, and it supposedly breaks down all the shit yeah. in your uh, for your liver and all the sugary shit. So it hopefully the next day you're yeah, kind of keeps you hydrated too. So that's kind of cool. You can check that shit out. Uh, no name <laughs> drops because no free ads. Go fuck yourself. Um, so my story. Okay. So I was living in old Henderson in, in Nevada, part of Las Vegas and off of Boulder mm. Highway, kind of like what we talked last week. And I lived in this quadplex. So there's two upstairs, two downstairs, and we were in the upstairs one. <clears throat> and at this time we were the only people living in the quadplex. And it was me and my girlfriend at the time and our two, uh, roommates that were lovers Ooh. girl lovers your lovers or no, lovers they're, with themselves they're lovers together okay. with themselves Did they ever let um, you join no 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 that's a that was actually part of the breakup <laughs> problem <laughs> oddly enough <laughs> because there was suspicion that that was trying to happen and oh, that's, that's what funny. caused the breakdown so anyway so the story goes like this so it ha- there was two parts to this so uh, there was two parts to them dating, too mm. yeah <laughs> the girl i was dating at the time uh, we both worked at Lowe's uh, Home Improvement Store, and she had an early shift, so she had to be there at, like, 6.30, and I don't think I had to be there till like, 11. So she got up to go take a shower, and our bedroom was in the middle of the hallway as you're walking down on the left-hand side. So she was in the shower, and I thought this first part was kind of weird just because I, I thought it was just me being asleep still. And I had rolled over towards the door and was looking out, and the door was cracked maybe, like, two feet wide and she was in the bathroom across the hall but the door was shut and the lights coming through the the doorway as like a, you know you can see the light outline and there's this girl i don't know 10 12 year old 13 year old girl i don't know just standing there almost like the ring like face down hair down just staring into the room and i remember just being froze but i, I thought it was like a nightmare like i thought i was still dreaming like in that in that weird sleep stage of where you're awake, but you're still kind of asleep. And I just remember being frozen. Like I couldn't move. And then the door to the bathroom opened up and it was gone. And then I kind of woke up and just thought, thought nothing of it. I didn't say anything. A couple weeks go by and the, our apartment was the three bedroom. And the last bedroom on the left-hand side of the hallway was our storage room. Like we did laundry in there, kept laundry in there, uh, kept extra shit in there. So I was home by myself. The girls were working at their jobs. My girlfriend was working, and I was at home, and I was doing laundry. So I'm going back and forth between the laundry room in the middle of the hallway and going to that room. And I go in, do some stuff, take some stuff back, and I'm, I come back in. I'm folding stuff, and as I'm walking out of the room, the closet door was open, and it was a standard slide door closet, not walk-in, just standard, right? And... As I'm walking out, I was like, what the fuck is that? And I turn and look, and this fucking girl is sitting in the closet holding her knees with her head down. And I just froze again for a second. Like I'm getting chills talking about this shit. Froze for a second, had a basket full of laundry, threw it over my fucking head, 
ran out the house as fast as possible, grabbed my keys, and left. And I was just like, uh-uh, I'm out of <clears> here. Yeah, nope. I'm fucking, I'm out of here. And then I get a call about a half hour later from one of the roommates. And they were like, hey, um, have you been home today? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, I left about a half hour ago. They're like, because there's laundry all over the place. I was like, yeah, I'll come back home and I'll explain it to you on what the fuck's going on. So I, I, you know, went in and explained it to him. And then it was about a month later the breakup happened and then I was out of that house. But I don't know what the fuck was going on, but I, it's the scariest fucking experience I have ever had in my life. The first one I thought, like I said, I was still kind of dreaming. But the last part was just absolute, um, just fearful chaos. I was scared shitless just seeing this girl sitting in the closet, not looking at me. She was like sitting on a side view and holding her knees and her head was down. And I was just like, mm-mm. I, yeah, I no thank you. Yeah, no thank you. So, yeah, that's my uh, that's my real scary story. I had some other shit, too, when I was little at a neighbor's house and stuff that was pretty creepy shit, but that one is by far the worst one that I've ever had. So, um, let's uh, let's go to our, our first topic of the day. We're going to let our guest uh, ear speaker... Uh, hop in and he's gonna tell us his top five scariest video games of all time matt is a gamer i've played games with this little <laughs> shit since he was probably 13 years old we used to play gta together <laughs> getting a lot of trouble mm-hmm. he'd be grounded that's probably one of the best stories i'll tell that one real quick so matt's yeah. grounded and gta 5 had just come out and it just got online for multiplayer and he hops on and I was like, hey, uh, you're not supposed to be on your ground. And he goes, I'm all right. I'll, I'll just play for a little bit. And I'm like, dude, you're testing water. Seriously? Come on. And so we play, and it's around like 9 o'clock his time. And all of a sudden, we're playing, and I just hear his door open up. And his dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're grounded. You better get off that game. Uh, I got to go. <laughs> and in a split in a split fucking second his gamer tag pops up offline like it was the fastest transition i've ever seen in my life oh so good so oh sorry i got the cost so matt mm. hop in tell us uh let's let's hear your top five scariest video games give us some give us some details all right so top five scariest video games these aren't necessarily in order like bottom down or anything like that we're gonna need you to give us an order because we have a bet on this yep so okay <laughs> however you can figure it out you're gonna have to give us an order uh okay five being the least scary one being the scariest all right so starting out i'm gonna go into dead space which came out in 2008 aj aj can speak on this if he wants to but great game it's sci-fi horror so you play as a system engineer isaac clark who's a crew member on a rescue spaceship and like all these spaceships they're part of like they're like mining spaceships so they go and like crack into planets and get their minerals and stuff like that so the usg ishimura which is a mining spaceship has gone radio silent isaac's ship attempts to board it to see what's up rescue it whatever suffers damage trying to board this ship and they end up on the ship and it turns out like it's infested with fucking it's not really like aliens it's kind of like alien zombies so everyone that died on the ship ends up yep. becoming like reanimated as a nasty it's like doom alien. And it's like doom meets like aliens yeah it's pretty gnarly yeah. yeah it's like a weird infection thing <clears throat> 
There's a ton of jump scares in that game that are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like, it flipped the switch on players, too, when it came out. Because everyone had this, like, Resident Evil mindset. Hey, you need to fucking shoot for the head to yeah. kill the enemies and everything. But this game was like, nah, fuck you. You need to, like, cut mm -hmm. off their limbs to stop them. The plasma and that's how you yeah. defeat them. Shit. But it just had, like, yeah. But. Yeah, so is Dead Space number five? Dead Space is number five. Dead Space is number five. Okay. Yeah. So then going into number four, I'm going to say is Resident Evil 4, which came out in 2005. Oh, right. boy. Good oh, boy. game. Yep. Yep. So this also changed the game a bit because everyone's used to Resident Evil and zombies and all that shit, but they had to change it up. So I just remember, like, it changed from being zombies to all of a sudden you're fighting fucking villagers that are coming <laughs> at you with axes, like, picks, all, all this shit. Yeah, that one just, that one fucking part where you're in that what the village and it's just like nonstop. Yes. Oh, dude, that's like the beginning of dude comes at you chainsaw. Crazy. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna go into is like, just it's so like I wasn't a huge fan of like the second half of Resident Evil Four, but just that first half, especially when you get to that first village, and you're just like you have barely shit for ammo, you're boarding up this fucking house, people are trying to break in, you're boarding up windows, closing off doors, and everything. And by the time you find a shotgun and something to defend yourself with, you just hear the rev of that fucking <laughs> chainsaw. Yeah. This dude coming at your ass. Yeah, and you're fighting these dudes for what seems like forever. And then all of a sudden, the bell tolls. And all these dudes just walk up into the church, leave you alone, and you're just sitting there like, Lord what the Satan. fuck is happening right now? Like, yeah. <clears throat> just totally terrified. Because you, you kind of feel helpless. You're like, how the fuck am I supposed to defend against this? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it doesn't feel like Resident Evil, but it does. It feels horrifying. So, yeah, Resident Evil 4 is number four on my list. Number three, I'm going to go into one that's pretty new. It's uh, The Evil Within 2, which came out in 2017. The first game, there was a lot of hype around it because it was being made by Shinji Mikami, which made mm -hmm. Resident Evil 1, 4, and I think Resident Evil 2. I remember correctly but pretty much in this game you play as a guy named Sebastian Castellanos he's a detective who in the first game he went through a, just a fucking horrifying experience of so you have to think of it like it's kind of like the matrix like oh, it's so fucking it's hard to explain but pretty much it's like the matrix meets uh, um uh, like Silent Hill. Basically, like, all these people, like, they're not fighting any monsters that are in the real world. They're fighting monsters that are in this system called STEM, which is basically the Matrix, but without all the rules and ran by total fucking psychos. So STEM is a program which, like, it feeds off of everyone's subconscious to create that world. And in this game, it's a pretty simple, like, plot where... He thought his daughter was killed in a house fire. And then all of a sudden, he gets approached by these Mobius agents, which they work for the company that runs STEM. And they're like, hey, your daughter is actually alive. She never died in a house fire. But she is stuck in STEM in this horrifying world. And you have to go in there and find her. But also you have to go like on our agenda and, and save our fucking Mobius agents and all this shit. So... Yeah, it's totally like The Matrix meets Silent Hill. You're fighting, like, not just zombies, but, like, paranormal apparitions, totally fucked up monsters. Like, I'm just thinking of, like, this 
eight foot tall chick with these fucking like circular circular uh, like saws for hands and shit like that chasing you around so yeah evil within two putting that as number three on my top like five scariest games i like it number two gonna go into silent hill 2 came out in yeah. 2001 I fucking love right. this game. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Like, I like this game because for Silent Hill, I was never a huge fan of, like, the whole cult aspect of the city of Silent Hill or the town of Silent Hill, like, changing everything. Like, this game, it was just, like, like the town feeds off of the people that go to it and punishes them for what they've done in their past. And everything they see, all the monsters they see, is all geared towards their subconscious, their mind, how fucked up they are, and they're getting punished for it in this town. Like, it's pretty much hell for the people that go in there. But yeah, there's, like, a sense of dread the entire game. You play as a man who comes to the town because he received a letter from his wife, who died supposedly three years ago. But he got a letter that says that she's waiting for him at their special place in Silent Hill, which is at this hotel that they vacationed at years ago. And there's clues the entire game as to what happened. But it's one of those things where, like, you don't really notice the clues until you get fucking punched with the story at the end, and then it all adds up. So, really what happened in Silent Hill 2 is that she didn't die three years ago. She died a week before this happened. And she died not from illness, but from him smothering her with a fucking pillow because she was terminally ill and he was sick of her. My man. (laughs) (laughs) Insurance money. And the letter he received was a figment of his imagination, and he traveled to Silent Hill in one part because he was suffering and he was seeking peace for his tormented soul, but at another part because, like, he wanted to be punished for what he did. So, yeah, Silent Hill is a place that, like, it manipulates the people that visit changing its monsters from what they see. When, like, all the monsters in Silent Hill 2 are a depiction of his subconscious. Like, for example, the the bubblehead nurses and how, yeah, how they have no face, but they have this, like, super sexualized look to them. That's the, like, sick part of his head where he just has this, like, like, closeted, weird fucking sexual fantasies, and that's a monster that, like, torments him. And then there's also Pyramid Head, which is a huge popular monster. Fucking terrifying, but that, like, is an image of hit the monstrous side of him that ended up killing his wife. Nice. Yeah. yeah, they did a great job with that game in terms of, like, the creativeness and bringing out those types of characters. And they had, like, Absolutely. just enough gore because there was – you'd spend so much time in these dark moments, like, where you mm-hmm. didn't know what was coming and you didn't know what was around the corner. You'd hear all these crazy noises from just, like, the smallest creek to mm-hmm. the, a little kid in the background saying something that you don't know if it's going to come out of the next door that you're walking down or not. Mm-hmm. Like, the level yes. of stress that that game induced in people was fucking fantastic yep. the fucking static radio yeah mm-hmm. when you got close to shit and that thing went off or oh. the siren oh dude. Yeah. the siren yeah and then some of the like some of the just the kill mechanics in that game like when you when you just get a simple kill with anything from bashing something in the head to you know uh, you dying 
it it was good. It was a great game. Yeah. yeah. I, my boy, uh, my boy Darius Bravo and I. Uh, shout out to Darius. We played that game so much. Whenever we hear a siren anywhere we are, <laughs> uh, especially when we used to go to like hookah lounges and DJs would play siren, we would both get wide eyed and stare at each other like it's going oh, down. Shit. It's going down. Run. <laughs> and the thing, and what I like about Silent Hill too, also, and I think what makes it like real, real horror, is when you complete the game at the end, there's no sense of winning. Yeah. Like just the entire mm-hmm. game. It's yeah. just a fucking sense of dread. You don't feel like there's any sort of accomplishment at the end. You just get back to the house. You just, yeah, you just you finish it and you're just like, I don't feel like I won anything there. Like I just feel fucking depressed playing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. nothing about that game says I won. It's just like, holy fuck, that's sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Silent Hill Two. That's number two on my list. Number one. Number one. Number one. So. This isn't even like a full game, but I threw it in that number one spot because I truly think it deserves it. It is playable teaser on the PS4 that came out in 2014, which ended up being the teaser for Silent Hills made by, uh, made by, fuck, Hideo Kojima that made Metal Gear Solid. So, for playable teaser, took the PlayStation and Gamer World by storm in 2014. Like, all of a sudden... This horror teaser just dropped on the PS4 in the PlayStation Store just out of nowhere. Like, no explanation for it. People were just like, huh, what the fuck is this? Started playing it. Streamers started, like, pushing it out to the world. Like, yo, y'all gotta fucking play this shit. So pretty much, the game depicts a person, depicts you, the character, waking up in a dark room. You don't know where the fuck you're at. You walk through this door, and you're in the hallway of this house. Like, this L-shaped hallway. And you're walking through it, and it just seems like a normal fucking house. Like, nothing really seems off. And you go, continue down the hallway. You enter the door at the end of the hallway, and all of a sudden you're back at the beginning of the hallway. And it's just this constant fucking loop of walking through this house, but little shit changes every single time, and it just gets more horrifying. And then, like, for example, there's a radio playing in the background, like, depicting this family murder-suicide that happened. What you're assuming is in this house. It never clarifies. But this shit just keeps happening over and over. You keep walking through this hallway, and there's little clues that keep popping up every single time. It's kind of like a big puzzle disguised as a horror game. And then eventually you encounter this fucking female monster, like, jump scare out of nowhere. Like, I think all of a sudden you turn around, and she just fucking pounces on your ass, kills you. And you kind of fucking start all over. But eventually, when you beat the playable teaser, like, it gives you the teaser trailer for Silent Hills, made by Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro, starring Norman Reedus. But, like, this was one of the most hyped games to be coming out. And then all of a sudden, there was a fucking falling out with Hideo Kojima and Konami. Konami. Yep, who holds the rights to Silent Hill. And the game never got made. Hideo Kojima left Konami, and Konami to this day holds the rights to Silent Hill, and there's probably never going to be another Silent Hill game made again, unless they sell the rights to someone else. Yeah, because they're just focused on fucking pinko gambling machines and shit now. They don't give a fuck about gaming at all. Nope. Yeah, number one. Smell like bitch in here. Number one playable (laughs) teaser on the PS4. So, uh, uh, yesterday I was like, oh my god this is going to be his list and one of them on here i wasn't sure what i knew four of them were definitely going to be on here i didn't yeah, know AJ one of got them. four of the five 
I put in this order, number one, Silent Hill 2, number two, The Evil Within, Mm -hmm. number three, Dead Space, number four, Outlast, number five, either Resident Evil 2 or 7. (laughs) I was like, I know what his list is going to (laughs) be. But Outlast, I was was trying to pick one, and I was like, what's a a game you told me about that was really good? I need to play Outlast. That's right, Outlast. But like I liked Outlast. I just I didn't think it was on my top five. Like I'm not a huge fan of games where it's just like you can't fight back. Like that game, you just you just run away from what you encounter the whole game. Yeah, I almost put Slenderman on. I actually think I think that's I think that's the exact reason why it's not scary for Mm -hmm. Outlast is because you're constantly trying to find a place to hide and you're constantly trying to think of like ways to get around a corner or through a window or through a door. So you're not really focused on what's coming at you you just know something's constantly coming at you yeah you just focus on getting the fuck out yeah yeah which is kind of counterintuitive of what my number one pick is because for pt you can't fucking fight back in there either but yeah but with that one like they that game was creepy yeah <laughs> that game was fucking creepy like so especially if you play that because you can't get it anymore unless you downloaded it before but like if you go watch a video of it or whatever, like you have to watch it with fucking headphones on. Mm-hmm. Like just the atmosphere and the sound atmosphere in that game mm-hmm. is just horrifying on its own. You're walking down the hallway and you see the chandelier. Mm-hmm. You walk down it again and the hallway's a different color and the chandelier is now a giant fridge that's uh, roped shut with a dead body just bleeding through it. Yep. Ugh. Or the fucking Perfect. baby fetus in the bathroom. Just in the sink. Oh, God, <laughs> like, dude. like what the fuck am I looking at right now? <laughs> Yeah. It's so nasty. I was like, oh. yeah. Hey, Dio, what are you doing? So those are those are Matt's top five scariest video games. It is October. Go check them out if you haven't played them. Get yourself a little scare on. Uh, before we go to our next topic, let's uh, let's announce real quick. Josh, take over the floor. We're running a merch giveaway again starting yesterday through next Saturday. So Josh is going to take the floor on this one real quick and pump this giveaway. All right, so basically the gist of this is is that we want you guys to help us. We're looking to grow, and the only way to grow is with you. We need your help with shares and subscribes. We need you to get on where whatever platform you can. I know not everybody out there likes to have multiple platforms, but um, if you're on Facebook, we need you to go like our page, share our page, like our group, share our group. Um, there's multiple posts on there daily that you can share. Any post that you share... Any like that you give is going to get you one entry. Um, anytime you go forward and our, uh, our actual podcast and you subscribe to our podcast, that's going to be a big whopping 10 entries. And if you share any episode, that will be five entries. And that's across any platform. So you can share it on Instagram. You can share it on Twitter. You can share it on Facebook. You can share it on TikTok. You can share it on Google AirPods. I don't give a shit. Just share it. Just get it out there. Push it. We need you to do the work for us. We are only three half men, and that's being generous. So help us. <laughs> help us give you the content you need and deserve. Share our shit, and yes. then we give you free stuff. Yes. So we will. We are actually all three of us are together next weekend. My wife's baby shower is happening, so we, the boys, will be out golfing. AJ's just gonna be getting lit the whole time. Fuck. It's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna be he's a blast. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be our caddy. Yeah. I'll be like, AJ, what club should I use? I'm 20 yards out. Uh, give it the wood. give it the big Bertha. Give it the <laughs> give it the one. Pull out the driver. 
tee that bitch up. Be like, uh, Shit. yeah, you I'll twenty yards out. I thought it was two hundred. <laughs> Fuck, my depth perception's all. We're gonna look over, and he's gonna be making a Zen garden in the fucking sand trap. <laughs> Trying to catch Y'all think weed grows here? <laughs> Trying to catch the geese or sw- the tea off. swimming in the fucking empty pond <laughs> on fucking hole four. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Uh, so I'm going to be like we, John Favreau. Yes, yes. We are going to announce the winner next weekend. We will do a video of all three of us together for the first time instead of splicing each other together. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. But let's get to – oh, real quick before we get to business – Part of that merch, uh, we are going to give away our a Dads on Dayquil horror movie showdown shirt for this month, and you will be a special person because I believe probably around first second week of November we are going to remove that shirt yep. from our merch catalog. It may be back next year, it may not, but we will get rid of it so people cannot go buy it. So if you like it, go buy it. Go buy a sticker of it, a poster of it, a coffee mug, whatever you'd like. You know what? Even if um, you don't like it, just go buy one anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go give it to a homeless shelter. Don't be a shithead. S- support people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you need to find our merch, it's on T Public. You can go to our link tree and find all of our places on Link Tree. It'll take you right to the page you need to go to and help support us. We love you guys, and we thank you for all this continued support that you've had. It's been phenomenal and fantastic. Um, let's get into the business, though. We have made it a long way. We started with thirty-two movies. We are down to our final four, and I am nervous as shit right now. Yeah. And Josh and myself and AJ have given a breakdown of all of these movies. So what we're going to do, we know our picks, I think. Matt is going to give us his breakdown. Matt is a huge horror fan. Uh, I, I actually am partly responsible for this. I've taken both AJ and Matt when they were younger to horror movies and got them hooked in. So... Matt, we're going to give you the floor. Before I do that, though, I did run a poll on Twitter, and I asked instead of matchups, I just said, all right, people, it's getting to the nitty-gritty tough decision time. We want your pick on who you think will be the last movie standing. We have Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 2003, House of a Thousand Corpses, 2003, Halloween, 1978, Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984. And with 44% of the vote, people say halloween 1978 will be the last film standing so we'll see let's find out how this plays out because uh i'm good with probably there's one movie on this list i don't think should win it at all um but we'll get to that when we get to it but i could see three of these winning this this competition so let's roll matt take the floor you have texas chainsaw massacre 2003 versus house of a thousand corpses 2003 let's hear it all right so Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 has to be like in this sad age where there's a lot of remakes going on because it seems like Hollywood is just kind of running out of ideas. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 has to be one of, if not the best remakes of a horror movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that. Like yep. that movie never fucking slows down at all. Like I prefer it over the original actually. Yeah. Yes. That's me too. That's me personally. Easily. Like mm-hmm. the whole movie is just go 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 and it never gives like it never gives the the likable characters i guess you could say the the protagonists like a break the entire time people are just getting fucked up left and right and it's just this fucking hillbilly massacre going on pretty much (laughs) this fucked up family (laughs) of course leatherface but yeah texas chance on massacre 2003 fantastic movie and then we got 
House of a Thousand Corpses. Now, for me personally, like, for Rob Zombie, you have to have a specific taste for his movies. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm a huge Halloween fan. I loved his remake of Halloween, even though a lot of people didn't like it, because they were just like, okay, it's a scene-by-scene remake with some weird hillbilly shit in in the beginning. And a little bit more backstory, yeah. and it has a lot more aggression. Yeah, a lot more. Like. Yeah. yeah, that's what I like about it. Like, it just makes Michael Myers totally horrifying, but for, more than usual. Yeah. yeah, but for House of a Thousand Corpses, like, I rewatched it the other day, and it's just like, especially with the weird, the weird scenes that they throw in there, like the like the B movie type the of cut shit. scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It with just his wife dancing and shit yeah, like that. Like that kind of yeah. throws me out of the movie. But it is in a similar way to like to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I'm pretty sure he pulled inspiration from Texas Chainsaw Massacre for this movie, like the whole I would guess yeah, so. the yeah. whole oh, fucked up family aspect. Yeah. Yep. But like it is a terrifying movie. It's just one of those movies where I just can't give my full attention to it because the whole time I'm just like, What the fuck is is going on? Get like, distracted. Yeah. Like I love the characters though. <clears throat> Like, especially at the end, where they go underground and all this weird shit is happening mm-hmm. with the horror. I'm just, like a whole new movie. Yeah, it's like a whole new movie, exactly. And I'm just like, how did we go from this to that? But I see why it's here in the final four. For me personally, if I had to say in these picks, I would go Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003. Oh, nice. So let's let's make our pick before we go to the next movie. So, Matt, you would choose Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. AJ, I'm throwing it to you first. Um, <laughs> it's so fucking fuck. hard. He he knew what he was gonna pick yesterday. Yep. So this was actually the other one I had picked like out of the gate. As soon as we made the match, I knew it was gonna be this one. I I had to watch some clips of the movies last night, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> this one is the hardest one for me by far throughout this entire matchup. Um. I'm going to go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Uh, because I like the aspect of that family a little bit more than, uh, like, there's something weird ab- about the attraction they give <coughs> more than uh, Spaulding and Otis and Baby Doll. So, mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't mean I'm shitting on them at all because they are, that's one of my favorites as well, but... Are you saying I that think... your taste in men is more in the Leatherface <laughs> realm than the Otis? And Mr. Spaulding? All right, good to know. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell so yeah, you're baby. going you're going Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw. I'll t- I'll take the next one up. Uh Matt spot on. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, one of the best horror movie remakes from 2003. I own it. I've seen it a bunch of times. I absolutely love it. I also own I actually own all 3 of the House of a Thousand Corpses uh, trilogy. I actually recently bought the three from hell like uh, a couple weeks ago and watched that. And that's fantastic. But you get to devil's rejects and you get to three from hell and they're a different realm of what house of a thousand corpses was. What I love about house of a thousand corpses. I love the entire character setup. I love, you know, at the beginning you get captain Spaulding getting robbed at gunpoint. And you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck your mama. Fuck but you, you know, yeah. It, yeah Lassie, and it's just, you. Bam, bam. yeah. Boom. <laughs> you just get you get this whole realm and, and by the way if i was driving across country and i saw that that little gas station i would stop uh, a thousand percent i would stop and check that shit out um 
you got the Texas Chainsaw family and you have the Firefly and Otis Driftwood together family. And for me, um, I don't know which one of these you could beat if you were stuck because it's just, it's damn near impossible. For me personally, if I have to choose which movie I'm throwing on and that I like better, and god dang, this is so hard to say, but I'm going with House of a Thousand Corpses. So we are going to do a split decision right off the bat. And we we probably have a split decision in the next one too. I'm not sure. But um, Josh, you get to... Um, you get to take this one. All right, so fuck our shit up. Yeah, I'm so not happy. I, about I this. have known, <laughs> I have known what I've going, what I'm going to pick in this matchup from the get go, and it's House of a Thousand Corpses, <sighs> because the the, le- the level of grotesque, yes, like just asinine moments in that movie is what pushes me over the top. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I agree. Don't get me wrong. The, Texas Chainsaw twisted, Massacre, great the fucking movie. nature. Yeah, yeah. Great, great fucking movie. It's, it is terror in, in, in a, a film. Um, we've spoke about all these movies at this point to death. Pardon the pun. Nah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, that's what's going to go. I'm just, I can't, I can't leave my man Otis hanging in the way. Yeah. It's one of those that I just continue to watch each year, and I like it more and yes. more and more. And it's I I think, you know, the, it got the lowest score on our Twitter community because I don't think they're educated in that film, or maybe they just don't like it. The people that voted, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, well, that's me. But, I don't feel like I don't feel like I've seen the film enough. Like I've only right. seen it a few times. Like I yeah. feel like it's one that you have to watch over and over year after year. And then you yep. get a better grasp mm. of it. I think Tex or I think House of a Thousand Corpses in twenty years will be what Halloween is today. Yes, mm. I agree. I, I, I think that whole think trilogy. That. I think that whole trilogy will be because I. I mean, he did a great job with all those movies. I know we're not yeah. talking about all of them. That's they're not in the final. It's just the one movie. But to to speak to his <clears> uh, <throat> genius in itself, you know, he did a great job with all those movies. Yes. All right. So House of a Thousand Corpses pulls off the upset on Texas Chainsaw Massacre and moves on to the final next week. We got two more movies to discuss. Matt, you have Halloween 1978, the man Michael Myers himself, and you have Nightmare on Elm Street 1984 with the smaller man, but also uh, very, very terrifying in Freddy Krueger. So give us your breakdown. All right. So fuck. Halloween 78 versus Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger. Absolutely fucking terrifying. And I love Jordan's explanation every week is like, eventually you're going to have to fucking fall asleep. Eventually you're going to get to that point where you have to fall asleep. It's just, it's the human body. But that's where he's at, is in everyone's dreams. But for me, it's like, there's a point to where he can be beaten. Because it's all about believing and fear to get, like, you have to overcome that in order for him to not have an impact on you whatsoever. And then we got Halloween 78, Michael Myers. Like, I'm not putting the sequels into account for this whatsoever it's just halloween and it's like 
You got this kid, 1963, murders his fucking sister, is in captivity for 15 years, doesn't say a fucking word, breaks loose, and just goes on this fucking murder spree in Haddonfield for no reason whatsoever. That you can, like, you can try and guess, like, okay, he doesn't fucking like babysitters because his sister was supposed to be babysitting him, but she was fucking her boyfriend, so he killed her. And now he's just going on this rampage on fucking babysitters. But it's like, the whole idea of Michael Myers is like, he is this unstoppable force with no fucking emotion whatsoever. Zero. Zero emotion. Like, even just in his costume design, he's wearing a fucking mechanic outfit, and his mask is just a William Shatner mask, painted white. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop, yeah. hop in on there real quick, because of all the horror movies and makeup and masks, I feel that Michael Myers mask is the most terrifying mask when it comes to horror movies because it's so simplistic. Yes. It's so blank. It's so, eh, you just, you look at it and you feel the fear looking at it. Like you look at Freddy Krueger's face, it's fucked up. You look at it, um, you look at Leatherface, you look at all of these makeups and masks and you're like, they're scary, they're great, but the simplicity of Michael Myers mask makes it, so fantastic yeah because it's just like so fantastic there's no emotion in it even with his eyes you can't see his eyes in the mask it's just it's black and it's like what dr luma says like he just has the the blackest eyes there's no emotion in there it's just simply rage that can't be explained like no one knows how he got to this point but he's at this point and he can't fucking be stopped like how many times did he get stabbed or shot by Loomis, and then at the end of the movie, like, if they didn't make any sequels, it still would have been equally great. Just Loomis looking over the edge, and Michael's gone. Yep. Like, he just got blasted yep. six times by a yep. revolver, and he's gone. So for me, for this pick, I would go Halloween 78 if I had a choice. I like it. Let's uh, let's throw it back to AJ for his pick, Halloween 78 and Nightmare on Elm Street 84. Sorry, I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, I was over here like, well, I, I can't The suspense is killing shit. me. Yeah. Speak up. <laughs> so this, this one was the easier one of the two. Uh, you got on one hand Michael Myers, one of the greatest uh, serial killers uh, the the uh, horror movie genre has ever put out. You got this uh, subhuman esque almost uh, person that is just filled with rage and just pointless aggressive killing. On the other hand, you have this pedophile um, that was uh, uh, committing atrocious acts against kids, and he was cornered in a boiler room, and they burned him alive. And he came back and started killing and haunting uh, the children of the people that uh, committed that act against him. And I think what it comes down to for me is at the end of Nightmare on Elm Street, when you thought, okay, she beat him, she figured out she didn't have to fear him, it was good to go. She walked through the front door and it was a brand new day. Her mom walked out with her, a car pulled up, all of her friends were there. Holy shit, this is the end. This is the beautiful pasture we're going to walk through. She gets in the car. The car all of a sudden starts by itself. The top pops up, and it's Freddy's signature colors. And the car starts rolling, and they can't stop it. Where is it going? Probably to drive off a cliff. 
and then all of a sudden Freddy just sucks the mom right through the door. I'm going to pick Nightmare on Elm Street because that wow. really makes you think, is that purgatory? <laughs> is that hell? What happened? What is going on? Are they being tortured because of a decision their parents made? Are they all really dead? Did they all die in the fire? And now they're all getting punished in hell by the demon they killed themselves? Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street all day. I'm just I'm just thinking about the ending of Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's probably a fucking blow-up doll when <laughs> gets sucked through the fucking window of the door or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, uh, you want to go? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, so, again, you know, two great movies. Not knocking either one of them. Um, I, will, I will say this about Halloween, though. Uh, with Halloween, I want to say it one more time that the timing in that movie is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. everything that that goes on in that movie from moment to moment is perfect like every hesitation that you feel every moment that you are breathing waiting for something to happen is perfect even the moments that feel too long feel right once they happen um and that's why it made it this far but freddy is just fucking terrifying dude that that whole movie has got to be one of the biggest mind fucks that has ever happened to me in any movie. Uh, <clears throat> it, it messed me up when I was watching that movie because it's it's constant. It, it, like yep. y- you know that you're gonna fall asleep at some point, and it fucks with you in in the easiest way. Like yes, the movie has some quirky moments, but they all do. Yeah. But yeah. the premise of that movie just messes with your head. It, it it sets a whole new level of terror to me that you can't get away from. So it's Nightmare on Elm Street. So Nightmare on Elm Street is moving on regardless of what I say. Yep. But I will say this, and I threw it to you first because I figured you were picking that. And it, I'm going to say this. Halloween is probably my favorite horror movie when it comes to series, when it comes to the killer itself. I was also going to pick Nightmare on Elm Street. And there's one simple reason why. Because this movie is a horror movie matchup. It's not specifically about the killer itself. It's about the whole movie. Correct. And the ending to Nightmare on Elm Street is perfect because you think you beat him. And let's say you, let's change the ending. Let's say you beat him and you go 10 years. You go 15 years. You go 20 years. He's not in he's not around. He doesn't come and get you in your nightmares because you you you've beat him and you believe it. But what happens that one day in your subconscious where yep. your subconscious questions that he might still be able to get you and then you fall the fuck asleep and there he fucking is again. And so the terrifying aspect that you could beat him and he could still be in your subconscious and you would be the reason to bring him back to life is why Nightmare on Elm Street moves on for me. Mm-hmm. And 10 years ago, I wouldn't even have given a thought. I'd been like, no, not even, this could have been a first-round matchup, not even close, Halloween moves on. But Same. I've become a big Nightmare on Elm Street fan, like I said in the previous podcast, over the last six, seven years. And um, I still like Halloween better, for me personally, than Nightmare on Elm Street. However, I think Nightmare on Elm Street is better when it comes to matchup versus matchup. So we have our finale next week. Buckle the fuck up. We have House of a Thousand Corpses 2003 versus Nightmare on Elm Street 1984. 
a little bit of a Cinderella story with House of a Thousand Corpses. So um, we have House of a Thousand Corpses uh, took out. I'm trying to go through my notes here real quick. It'd be nice if I could find them. If you were organized, it'd be better. <laughs> yeah. So it took out Poltergeist in the first round. <clears throat> and then in the second round. I know. I can't find it. There it is. It took out Hellraiser. So kind of an easy path so far. Yeah. Uh, last week, it took out Saw, though, which is a pretty big movie to take out. So it's had it hasn't had the hardest path. And then it took out Texas Chainsaw Massacre this week. Um, we have Nightmare on Elm Street took out Jaws. And then Nightmare on Elm Street took out Cabin in the Woods, which could have been... That that was a the hardest matchup that week yep. by far, so Nightmare could have gotten derailed week two and it moved on. And then last week, Nightmare on Elm Street took out Evil Dead the remake from two thousand fourteen, I believe. Um, and this week we have Texas Chainsaw Massacre goes down to House of a Thousand Corpses and Halloween. Wow, <laughs> landslide goes down to Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Oh, boy. So here we go. We got it next week. We have House of a Thousand Corpses. We have Nightmare on Elm Street. It's going to be a wild ride. Yeah. So. I didn't see these two being there. I, you know what? At the beginning of the week, I was going House of a Thousand Corpses. It was hard to pull the trigger, but that was my thought right off the get-go. I had a real hard time with Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street, and I, I made my decision last night. So. That's the way we break it down. So people are going to be mad. I can't wait to see uh, Mr. Aker's t- temper tantrum on the Halloween going down. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> so let's hop into um, our next topic. Let's go favorite scare story. And we'll move this one along quickly because we got a game show to get to here. So uh, I'm going to go first. My favorite scare story, and the reason we put this in this episode is because of our guest that's with us. So the year is roughly 2005. (laughs) So I would have been like 19 years old. I lived with my grandparents, and these two chuckleheads, AJ and Matt, had just moved back from Minnesota with their parents, and they were uh, bunking up with us at my grandparents' house until they could get their house. And um, it's been said. I love scaring people. I, I like getting scared too. Uh, and I like, I took these two under my wing and kind of introduced them to the horror genre a little bit and took them to movies and fought with attendees at movies because they wouldn't let us in. Um, like, I may be five foot fucking nothing, but I am their legal guardian. Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> uh, so, my favorite story I had a leather face mask and. I had AJ help set this one up. I was like, let's scare the shit out of Matt. So my grandparents' window in their kitchen is a very large window, and it goes out to the backyard, and there's a nice little patio out there and a pool. And so I said, we're going to bring around. We didn't have a chainsaw. So we brought the lawnmower from the garage, and we bring (laughs) it around the house, and we put it right under the window so you can't see it. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to stand with the lawnmower and have the yank cord ready, have the bar down, yank cords ready. All I'm doing is staring in this window with my leather face mask on, (laughs) waiting for, (laughs) it's so fucked up, waiting for eight-year-old Matt to walk around (laughs) the cord. (laughs) And sure as shit, this little bastard walks around the corner of the living room from the bedroom, and he looks right up at this window. Just locked eyes. And sees 
just locked eyes. His body was froze. I mean frozen. And he's just locked eyes with me. He can't even speak. You can just see the terror in his face. And I, I yank the cord to the lawnmower, and it just starts right up. First first one, it starts right up. And I just rev it. And all of a sudden, you just hear Matt just scream his ass off and take off down the hallway. And the story doesn't end there. Because then out of the fucking darkness, here comes his mom, my Aunt Bobby, our biggest fan of this show. She comes hauling around the corner just screaming. And I'm outside with the mask. I've taken the mask up and put it up on my head now. And I'm just outside laughing my ass off. And I can't remember where AJ was for this, if he was inside or if he was outside with me. But Bobby gets in my face, and she's just yelling at me. And Matt's inside just fucking crying. <laughs> in tears. Ugh. Till so this day, uh, we have no clue where that mask went. They fucking it threw was, it away. It was discarded. I'm pretty sure uh, their their dad, Tony, threw it away. But, Probably. man, that is my favorite scare story of all time. It was just the, the moment we locked eyes, and he just <laughs> froze in his path. AJ, what do you got? I absolutely love to scare the shit out of my sister-in-law, Bootsy. Shout out to you, Boots. Uh, she is very easily, to, uh, very easy to scare. Also, Avery Rose is pretty easy to scare, which she's too sucks on one hand. <laughs> but she's on two, the other, dude. All no, you gotta do is no, like play peekaboo, and she freaks out and poops herself. No, like, like literally, like the garage door. When somebody closes the garage door and it slams, she's like, <gasps> and immediately just like runs for me and just like is holding me. Like, what the hell was that loud noise? Like, loud noises get her. But Bootsy, um, I scare the shit out of her all the time. And I come out of, like, like I, I just pop out of the I pop out of the bathroom when she's walking down the hallway or I pop out of the kitchen or whatever. But my favorite, favorite one, I was coming home from work. I pulled up, opened the garage door. I get in the garage, and I hear them. I can hear them rounding the corner, and it sounded like they were about to leave. And I was like, okay, I'm going to wait and see if I could scare Bootsy. It's probably not going to work because the garage door is open. The light from outside is coming in. Like, it's like it's, it's not like the dark. She's She knows I'm going to be here. But I just stood there, and I could hear her talking. And then I hear her open the garage door a little bit and pulling it open, and she's talking. And then she swings it open fully and looks at me, and I went, bah! And she went, oh, my God! And just, just like, shot back in the laundry room. And she was like, you scared me so bad. That was the worst time you've ever scared me. I was like, I had the fucking garage door open. How did you not know I was there? Come on. That's awesome. Oh, the best. What about you, Josh? Uh, my my favorite one actually happened to me, ironically enough. Uh, so <laughs> I was eight or nine, and my beautiful, loving dad that he was decided to let me and a buddy of mine watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the OG. Yeah. So we set up our tent. We think we're all cool. We set it right up in front of the TV, and we're getting going, right? And we've got everything ready, snacks and stuff. And we're like, all right, this is going to be fucking awesome. Nobody's going to see this movie. We shouldn't be watching this movie. We're going to go to school until everybody watches this movie, right? Yet we didn't get to see the movie because my <laughs> dad decided he wanted to go outside, grab the chainsaw, and start that motherfucker <laughs> behind the tent. My man. <laughs> the two of us took the fucking screen door out, hauled ass down the road. They found, they found, they found him right around the corner. They found me two blocks away. I was gone in fucking tears, pure terror, 
You gone. just dusted your I friend. Will, <laughs> I will never. Oh, dude, you only got to be faster you than the person you next be the to fastest. you. You only got to be the fastest, but you can't be the slowest. Yep. Yeah, oh, I, I knew that at an early age. I was gone. I wasn't always fat, AJ. That's yeah, I, I will never forget the sound of that chainsaw for as long as I live. That will probably literally be the last sound I remember, hands down. Mm-hmm. I have never been as scared as I was in Piss that moment and then pass still on. this day. <laughs> yeah, and I've had plenty of people jump scare me. I've had plenty of people freak me out with weird, weird, random shit like the videos. Well, you know, you know those videos that are so popular oh, where yeah. they're like, oh, look oh, at yeah. this spot in the forest, and then it just pops out at your face. Yeah. 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 That chainsaw, I will never forget that sound, ever. And and I, I won't forget the sound of my dad and his friend laughing at us as we took off. Because, of course, they didn't try and come find us. No, why would they do that? <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that, you got one? That's fucking great. Oh, yeah. yeah, so a uh, scare story. This one happened to me. So that's a great story. So next, time, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> the fuck said you could speak, bro. You've had enough fucking airtime, bro. This is a guest spot, not uh, we're gonna take over spot. It's Bruce's we're, time. We're to actually shine. recording okay. this. We're recording this podcast on uh, Matt's audacity through his ears. Yeah, if we didn't need your uh, ears for your. Yeah. Matt doesn't even have Wi-Fi. He's just linked up with his. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, when, right, go- when Google when Google has a fucking crash, they call Matt. They're like, hey, bro, hook yep. us up for a couple hours. Like, bro, did you unplug yourself? Why are we down right now? Do you have an ear infection? Because we we lost it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah, so scare story. In in our old house, my bedroom, if you walked up the stairs, was immediately to the left. And then our loft was to the right. And we had this big circle. We had this, like, big circle mirror hanging up on the wall above this little couch. And I was, like, maybe 13 or 14 at the time but growing up i had this huge fear of bloody mary like i would always have nightmares and shit of like bloody mary in the bathroom i'm getting sucked into the bathroom i'm gonna fucking die and i come walking out of my bedroom at like 11 o'clock at night to go get some water or something and i see this mirror and i see a fucking shadow in the mirror but i didn't see anyone like standing there and my body just like instantly froze and i was just like what the fuck am I looking at right now? All of a sudden, I hear my dad. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Like, he was standing in front of the fucking mirror. But I couldn't see him. I just saw his shadow in the mirror. Like, it wasn't even on purpose or anything. Scared the shit out of me. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> but he was, he was standing there yeah. for like three or four seconds. Didn't say a word as I'm like staring at him in this mirror, not knowing he's standing there. I think fu- fucking Bloody Mary's in this mirror. He just goes, hey, what's going on, buddy? Like, what are you doing right there, right now? He's like, I'm just drinking my water over here. Like, dude, I thought you were a fucking ghost or something. Like, creepy. The unintentional you. scare. Yeah. Oh, that's, awesome. that's good oh, stuff. That's so funny. I actually, that's good stuff. I had to deal with that, the, the Bloody Mary myth as a dad, uh, funny enough, when the kids were going to daycare on a regular basis, uh, Lily came home freaked out because some kid grabbed her and a bunch of other kids like five or six of them and pulled them into the bathroom and told them this story uh keep in mind when lily said this i think she was five or six yeah this was two two years ago she's five she's about five years old so five-year-old dealing with bloody mary that was a fun dad moment right there let me tell you i had to hide back some rage because yeah Mm. yeah that was some sleepless nights on that one yeah um aj cue the music 
do 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 Gnome is going up against the stone. Who just hit the pen and he is stoned. <laughs> All right. So we got uh we got a little dad jeopardy going on. This is uh from what I've heard some of our Twitter friends, this is their favorite dad game segment. So uh, Dome, take it away. All right, so Dad Jeopardy, this is how it works. Um, you guys both fucking lose because I need to catch up. Uh, end of game. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Josh wins by default. <laughs> I win by default. A- it's it's no, a 2020 uh, asterisk. <laughs> asterisk. Yeah. So we uh, we have three categories, right? Uh, I will pick okay. one of you to go first. You get a chance to um, get the question right. You can pick obviously in any order you want there's uh, five categories in each one or there's three categories there's five questions in each category sorry um if one gets it wrong the next person gets a chance to steal you must phrase your answer in what aj the form of a question the form of what a- is i actually had that in gigantic question. bold notes on my fucking one the note form what of a is- question <laughs> what, what is-, is the form of so a question what is and then you'll answer all right so <laughs> are you guys ready because these rules yes. are simple. Okay. Yeah. Um, so simple. Matt, so simple. Pick a number between one and ten. Eighteen. All right, AJ goes first. <laughs> so, AJ, are you ready? Matt didn't Here get are the three pick. categories. We have, I'm ready. <laughs> Halloween, Salem Witch Trials, and Random. Now, I will say this that I, I did forget to mention. Uh, the random category will have something to do with the... Uh, theme of the month which is uh halloween-esque decoration type stuff so um okay so how many questions are in each category again five so you have three okay. categories so we have like 100 200 300 gotcha okay okay cool so aj goes 400 first. 500 yes that's how counting works jordan yeah. okay <laughs> aj i'm glad you could articulate halloween, that to me this salem week. witch trials <laughs> hey you finally got to interrupt me once Salem Witch Trials and random. <laughs> Let's go random 100, Alex. All right. This seasoning is commonly used to keep evil spirits away. Uh, what is cloves? Mm-hmm. So I get to steal? Jordan? What is garlic? Uh, nope. No. What? Oh, it's sage. Oh, Damn it. Salt. Damn it. It's salt. salt. Wrong. salt. Oh, salt. I oh. from Supernatural. I'm okay. an idiot. It's salt. Hocus pocus. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So AJ gets to still keep in, it and go. Yep. Still in uh, this corner. Let's go. Let's go. Salem witch trials for one hundred hours. Okay. Salem witch trials began in this year. Uh, what is sixteen ninety three? No. Damn. Jesus, I felt that was confident. <laughs> uh, what is sixteen eighty four? No, it is 1692. AJ. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> AJ. Out of your ass. Jesus, that was close. I, I I almost wanted to give that to you. My first instinct oh. was like, that was a fucking guess out of his butthole, and I should just give it to him because that was <laughs> yeah. super close. Yeah, but so, I play for kids. Oh. So yep. Okay. Oh. All right, let's go uh, Halloween 100, Alex. All right. How many years has Halloween been around? Uh, what is 72? Nope. 
I gotta do it. What is every fucking year? <laughs> um, I, I will accept that because it's like six thousand. So I will accept that answer. There you go. Oh come on, you can't give me the other 000. one. Oh, okay. Every every fucking year is closer to six thousand than nineteen than sixteen ninety two to sixteen ninety three. I still can't, I still can't believe you came that close to it. Uh, so let's go with uh, Halloween. 300. Okay. These costumes are the two most popular children's costumes. It is not specific. It is a style. Okay. I will give you that. Okay. What is a witch? And what is a mummy? Nope. Okay. AJ. What is Dracula and what is a witch? Matt, you want to no. guess? Because apparently, Matt, what do you got? Matt, what do you got? Repeat the question for me. Okay. Oh, so these these costumes are the two most popular children's costumes. They are a they are a like a genre. It, it is a yeah. it is a not it's not specific like witch or mommy. Uh, <laughs> oh. I would have to go with like what is superheroes. There you go, as one. You can do it, buddy. You are one. Wait, talk. <laughs> You're a princess. It's a princess. Superheroes <laughs> and princesses. Come on, that makes sense. Disney. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I go again. Yep. Let's go random two hundred. All right. So random two hundred. Gallybagger, Mermit, Bok are other names for this decoration associated with Halloween. Also commonly found in a field. What are bones? No. Uh, what is a pumpkin? No. Scarecrow. Did you guys fucking study oh, for this okay. at all? Jesus. <laughs> Can we get some easy ones? Uh, let's go let's go Salem Witch Trials 200. All right. This figure of speech is commonly used to refer to an unjustified or falsely conjured up accusation. And it is under Salem Witch Trials. What? What is burn at the stake? No. Uh, what is the conjure? <laughs> no, witch hunt. Uh, okay. Darn. Let's go with Halloween Damn. for two hundred. Maybe I was too drunk when I made these motherfuckers. Apparently, you picked the hardest fucking questions on earth. <laughs> Good <laughs> God! All right, I will accept one of three answers. I'm gonna win this thing one nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept one of three answers on this. There are three separate answers to this. So, jack o' lanterns were once carved out of these foods. What is a squash? No. Uh, what is uh, Thanksgiving foods? <laughs> AJ's like, if I get a generalization, they'll give it to me. Jordan got it. Uh, no, because, well, I mean, you get mashed potatoes, so it's turnips, potatoes, and beets. Turnips. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I was going to say, like, yams. I guess a pumpkin I like, is a squash, so. 
I yeah. guess that wouldn't have counted. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, Halloween for 400. Okay. This famous magician died on Halloween. Uh, who is Harry Houdini? Bing, bing, bing. You got one. Jordan's on the Look board. You. 400. Oof. Nice. Hey. He's got 500 total right now. 500 to nothing. You're getting skunked. Uh, let's see if we can tie it up. Let's go Halloween for... F- what do we have left in Halloween? 400 and 500? 500. 500. Just 500. 500 only? Just 500. Uh, let's go Halloween yep. for 500. All right. This traditional Halloween game was first used as a courting ritual. Um, I'm going to go with Josh's. What is pin the tail on the witch? <laughs> pin the broom on the witch? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Uh, you go no. <laughs> no. Uh, what is bobbing for apples? Hey, and we are tied up, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, and Halloween is done. And that Halloween is done. done. So what we have okay. left right now is we have Salem Witch Trials for 300, for 400, and for 500. We have Random for 300, 400, and 500. Uh, let's go Salem Witch Trials 300, Alex. Okay. In addition to 20 people, there were also two of these animals accused and executed during the trials. Uh, what is a goat? No. Can I have the question one more time, please? Okay. Uh, so, in addition to 20 people, there were also two of these animals accused and executed. They are the same animal. So, What is a cat? No. It's dogs. Oh. Oh. oh, fuck them dudes killing dogs and shit. Right? That's what I'm fucking saying. I don't give a shit about the people, but the dogs, that's yeah. fucked up. Can we go back to the courting thing real quick? Be like, Charles, you see the way Meredith bobbed for that apple. That's I would love to. Uh, there. I would love to drop my trousers with her later. <laughs> yeah. like, what? Did you like see the mouth on Jennifer? Gorilla. The mouth on Jennifer she, is very exquisite. She unhinges her jaw <laughs> quite well. I do wish to have her in a carriage later. <laughs> oh, look at that fantastic fucking computer. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All that RAM. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking pause was amazing. He's stuck again. Jesus oh, Christ. Jesus. Okay, so we've got... Let's uh, do... We've got Salem Witch Trials for 400 and 500. And then we've got random for for fuck's sake, he's still frozen. Oh, here we go. Holy shit. Uh, random AJ, for AJ, can you hear us? Let's go three, four, Salem with Charles four hundred. Can't even hear us. I don't think I think he's done done. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. All right, well Matt, you wanna take a spot? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> We'll just finish the episode without AJ. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm dying. He's not. Oh, son oh, of a bitch. He'll hop back in. He'll hop right. back in. All right. All right. Hey, do you know I think I might so resend him the invite. I don't know if he'll. No, he should be hey, able to click on the same down? invite. All right. Here's open. Just don't, just don't kick him. I didn't kick him. He oh. kicked himself. No, no, hey, the internet go down? You want, you want me to tell you all the answers and then you can just fucking act like you're oh, super genius? Oh, wouldn't that genius? be fucking fantastic? No. <laughs> so are we going to have Matt uh, hop in or are we just going to wait? Uh, We can I, just wait. I can I, I would can say an hour and 
hour and 13 minutes is probably a good starting point from when he froze up. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll just... Uh... Uh, he's calling. Hold on, pause this. Okay, so... All right. Uh, that was the wrong answer. And we are now left with Salem Witch Trials for 400 and 500. And then random for 3, 4, and 500. AJ, it is still your go. Let's go... Let's go Salem Witch Trials 500, Alex. More than 1 million tourists visit Salem annually, bringing at, in at least blank <laughs> and spending money each year. I'll read that again. So more than 1 million tourists visit Salem annually, bringing in at least blank in spending money each year. Uh, what is a billion dollars? No. My, my quick question on that before I answer is each person individually or just the total no, money spent? It is a total. total okay. Total. What is $2 million? No. It is $100 million. You guys suck at this game. Holy Damn. shit. Yeah, well, your questions are stupid, so. <laughs> the answer to one of <laughs> them is <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> masturbate. Oh, shit. Find it, find it, find it. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> what? Uh, Salem Witch Trials 400. Let's wrap this one up. All right. So this game manufacturer of the popular games Monopoly and Ouija began in Salem. Uh, What is Hasbro? No. I will repeat the question. This game manufacturer of the popular games Monopoly and Ouija began in Salem. What is the is it what is the Parker Brothers? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, look at that. Yeah. How much hey, was that hey worth? Four hundred. Hell yeah. So you, you have the lead by four hundred. Okay, and we have random three. for three, four, and five? Yep. Okay, let's go random for three hundred. Okay. Bram Stroker's original name for Dracula was what? Oh. Uh what is Nosferatu? No. Uh, what is Van Helsing? No. Count Vampry. Uh, Count Vampry. Uh, what a uh, pussy. Uh, <laughs> That's why I put that one in there. I was like, this is such a stupid fucking name. Okay, so. Thank God he changed that shit. Random for 400. Could you imagine, though, in an alternate universe? Somebody's like, All what's right, the. This... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> this is Count Vampry. Yeah, and they're like, vampire, what a stupid name that is. <laughs> this was the first wrapped penny candy in America. This was the first wrapped penny candy in America. What is I Hershey's? specifically put this one in there for you, Jordan. Oh, I already answered, no. and I know it. Uh, what is candy corn? It's what is a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> no. What is it? No, it's Tootsie Roll. That's what I said. What is a Tootsie Roll? You said fucking no, Hershey's. I, I, no, I know. Yeah. I said I'm saying the answer now. I said I know the answer now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's breaking up, so. That's all right. So last one, 500. This is, if uh, nobody gets it, I win. If AJ gets it, he wins. Oh. Yes. The world's largest pumpkin weighs. Uh, what is... 500 pounds no 
I will give this. No. I will give this question to the person that's closest. Uh, no, that's stupid. What is? I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Uh, what is one thousand pounds? Fifteen hundred. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the stone has lost his first match. Exit us with some game show music, please. <laughs> we done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, that's so too fucking much. That wraps up this episode. Uh, we had a blast, Matt. We had some fun. Did you have fun on here, Matt? Oh, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. That's a great. That's a great story. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for being here, bitch ass Matt. Damn. I love how you bitch changed your Matt. fucking name on that. It's just hilarious. I oh, changed it. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice. I just noticed. <laughs> uh, so this episode fifteen, we had Matt's uh, favorite scary video games. We had our final four showdown. We have the final next week. We had our favorite scare stories. We had our dad, Jeopardy. Hey, yes. Um, <laughs> Matt said he paid attention. Check us out uh, on our link tree. You can find us on anything. We have added Stitcher. If you like to listen to podcasts on Stitcher, please like us. Please subscribe to us. Please give us reviews on whichever platform you're listening to us on. That greatly helps us out. Please continue to uh, follow, like, subscribe, retweet. We have our merch game going on, which we will announce next week. So it's been fun. We had a blast with our first guest. We love you guys. Peace Later. out. Later. Dad's out. Hey, hey guys. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> What's the difference between a Catholic priest and a zit? Your lag. A zit will oh. wait until you're 12 before it comes on your face. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, man. Oh, no. We're done. <laughs> <laughs>